0: Dream the show on demand at KetchikanRadio.com. Hello, hello, hello. Happy holidays and welcome to the First City Forum. Broadmoor Preference Properties in Southeast Alaska Orthopedics. I'm your host, the one and only Joe Williams. It is a frosty, chilly, cold Icy day in Ketchikan, and I am feeling the love and the warmth. Um, for those who are coming out tonight, uh, my band K-Funk, we have a little show at the Creek Street Cabaret tonight. We're going to drop it like it's hot, warm up a little bit, and bring in some of that uh, a holiday festivity, some of that holiday energy, so don't miss us at the Cabaret tonight, 9 to 11. So today is Thursday, which means we have a uh, Straight Talk with Rachel Brighthope. Rachel's a little bit late this morning, but she is on the way, and we will be our. Uh, right in with Rachel. I'm going to play a quick song and we'll be right back with the forum. Don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. First City Forum continues on KTKN. That was I Don't Want to Live Forever by Zayn and Taylor Swift. Rachel, we always catch, <gasps> catch each other on these Taylor Swift moments. Where
1: I'm being like blown away like, oh my God. I'm into Taylor Swift.
0: You know what? We need to go to a Taylor Swift concert. We fully do.
1: I would actually, as converts, as converts. As to converts. be like, listen guys, I want to apologize for all the stupid, sh- excuse me, ish I ever talked <laughs> about our friend T-Swift on stage like, right now.
0: Like, I'm sorry I ever doubted you T-Swift. You're amazing. You know what? I I'm listen- sorry
1: I ever laughed that you were interrupted at the award show. I'm oh, sorry I loved about it. Although, I loved it. Can, if-
0: Beyonce did, the, did have the best video of all time. It was,
1: it was. Here's the thing. <laughs> Where's the lie? There was no lie, but
0: rude. I mean, come on, Kanye. Rude. But that's why Kim Kim left him. So, there, so there, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, I'm
1: also slowly beginning to like the Kardashians, which is never something I okay. thought I would say. Let me
0: just say, I have always loved me some Kardashians. I don't,
1: I'm not shocked by that.
0: From from the Ray J tape on down, <laughs> I, I, I am obsessed. You I were mean, just like
1: high-fiving I'm everybody. Like You're like, nope, not, that's a great not, tape. Not, nope. not,
0: not everyone has that kind of talent. Not a shame. Not ashamed No shame here Well then No no But like On on a serious note though Like from being able People say they have no talent But to be famous For literally being Great business people that's, That's pretty good
1: and I will say that they pick very good plastic surgeons. And they're getting the really, best. they're getting really beautiful work. So you know what I mean. I think let's just own what's really happening, which is people sculpting themselves with a lot of money.
0: Yes, and me being and, like,
1: and, ooh, and pretty, and
0: living their best lives. <laughs>
1: anyway, it's Rachel, cool, guys.
0: Rachel, how are you doing today?
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, Joe. So I left Joe a message earlier today because I had just seen a bumper sticker that set me off so much let's talk about um i have a real problem generally with bumper stickers unless they say something like (laughs) visualize world peas and then i'm like you funny hippie or maybe if it's really small print and it says something you know cocky and funny about like hey if you can read this like we have a problem agreed i shouldn't be able to read this like that's a fair that's even just a safety measure you know which i prefer over honking But this bumper sticker politics bumper stickers drive me up the wall. Any political issue that is a really, really hot topic. It's a hot topic because it's complicated. Yes. Immigration is complicated. Abortion is complicated. Gun rights are complicated. None of this is all or nothing. None of this is black and white. And because those are such important issues, we should be willing to have patience and speak to one another calmly, respectfully, mm. and with the nuance that those subjects deserve. But instead, we like to be funny. We love the juicy, delicious, clever taste in our mouths and stomachs, with that comes with self righteous sarcasm. Mm, Talk about it, and it drives me up the wall. I'm sorry that gets hot. That gets hot. So here's what happened: I was driving. um, I've taken a half day. Um, I've taken a full day. My kids are half day at daycare. Which parents, please? Like, liberate yourself from your belief that every minute you're not at work, you have to go get your kids. Hello.
0: I don't have kids, but hello. Thank
1: you. You absolutely deserve your own personal time paid for, too. Not just Mm -hmm. your time to go give your life away to work. No, 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 no. So my my sweet kids, they've got a Christmas movie party this morning at daycare. Good. Have fun, sweetie. I'll get you at noon. Yes. Yes. So I was on my way to A&P to buy these lovely teachers some gift cards. Now I've blown the surprise if one of them is listening. (laughs) Regardless, I see a truck pull into the post office. And in the rear view, I can see a Trump bumper sticker. That's no shocker. But underneath it, and I won't say the word, but I'll spell it. There was a bumper sticker that said, Joe and the HO need to go. And Trump won. Oh, my. And I was so immediately furious, not because of the QAnon conspiracy theory, the quote unquote big lie. Which I do think is a cancer,
0: Rachel. I'm praying the person who has the sticker calls in. I God, want this confrontation. I wish. God, I
1: wish. <laughs> I sat in the driveway I sat in the parking lot of A and P, imagining what I could possibly say. Is it worth my time? Can I, should I drive back to the post office? And what is it that makes me so livid right two now? Four
0: seven, two, two four seven two thousand. two <laughs>
1: thousand. And the thing that makes me so livid, and I don't think this is a shock to any any woman listening, but I wonder if it's a shock to. To the men listening, mm. that it's not the political statement that is as infuriating as it is the fact that the only person unnamed and derogatory slave is the woman.
0: The highly accomplished woman.
1: The married, highly accomplished, without sexual scandal
0: the woman the, the, uh, a, a history-making woman of
1: those two men whom has been investigated for sexual harassment okay assault? Let's,
0: let's talk about it
1: oh okay. let's get into but it But the only person on that very clever i hope you felt so good when you bought it and i bet you love that it. it makes me so mad oh my god i seethe. the only person not even given the respect of a name is it the woman,
0: and you know what the funny thing is, is that, that the person who to whom that sticker belongs, they they don't even know it exists. The the pedigree that Kamala Harris has,
1: no, they have no idea. But also, do you like women? Do you know any women you like, sir? Do you have a mom? Did you hate her too? Do you have any sisters, any daughters? Do you work with any women that you're like, man, she's all right. She's doing her job. She's pulling her weight. She's a respectable individual. For for any woman ever that you know, has have, have, are you getting feedback from women that this is acceptable and not hurtful?
0: Would you listen if you did? Would you,
1: li- would you listen? And then I come to this point in my head, Joe, where I'm like, is every person... Worth trying to talk to? No. Oh, I know you were going to say no. Absolutely not, Rachel. Listen, Joe, I knew your answer. I knew your answer. (laughs) I knew your answer. I know your vibe about this. I know it. And part of me loves that vibe, but there's this idealist in me. It's like every single person is worth me fighting for. Yes, That like every person's character and conscience is worth me being like, no, no, no.
0: You're better than this. I see it. You're better
1: than this. And the way I believe that you're being stunted is that you believe we're separate. Mm. And I want to be able to talk brokenheartedly enough that you see me and I see you. I don't want... To hate you, mm. but I wish you knew how much you—you <laughs> you hurt me. <laughs> I wish you knew how much I hate you. No, see, there's—that's the machine, that's the cancer mm-hmm. that we are getting sucked into, and we are all feeding. Yes, and it scares me.
0: I know I'm very toxic. I'm, I'm so sorry. No,
1: sweetie, <laughs> you're dynamic. You're—you um, are. All—all all humans are a myriad. we have many facets no no we are all
0: multifaceted in all honesty I do believe in in, in conversation I do believe you know I had you do this yes exactly I had a few experiences out uh, fairly recently where someone came up to me literally totally randomly out of the blue. I'm sitting there talking to my friends, having a great time, and they'll randomly come up to me and start talking about Black Lives Matter and talking about how how Black people uh, and Black Lives Matter think they're better than Native people Mm -hmm. and all this crazy, crazy stuff. And And I'm just like, I was sitting here having a drink. I don't even read what's going on with this stuff because I don't care. And
1: everyone is allowed to protect their time. I 100% agree with that. That, like, my right to my own boundaries is only protected by your right to your own boundaries. Right. But so if people are like, I don't have. Exactly.
0: I don't, I don't have space to But talk to those about. moments did end up leading to actually great conversations with those oh, people because once they realized that oh you just came up to this random person out of nowhere with your anger and your fury and they're calm yeah. I, I was calm yeah, good. I was sitting yeah. there chilling yeah. but uh There's but but, but when they came to me I, I I was uh willing to to go a little bit deeper as to why did you just assault me with mm-hmm. with your words here mm-hmm, mm-hmm. why do you why do you, for? why do you feel that these ways who who is this for do you really believe that black people don't deserve to be recognized that 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 the that, that the the plight of of african americans in this country isn't real and then when it really got into it because the, the uh it, it, this particular incident was with a native american it, an individual. Interesting. And they were going on about how uh, how natives uh, have have uh, have had this plight in, the, in this country, which of course is true. We it's all know totally it's totally real. And but they don't but,
1: cancel each other but, out, but, and, though.
0: But and, and they don't cancel each other out. And at the same token, they they went on and said, about Black Lives Matter. This and Black Lives. Matter, I'm like, I'm like, hey, 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 have a sip of that beer right there. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, I I have no I have nothing to say about either of these things I know the plight of Native Americans my grandfather's Native American um oh, I know so I know the plight mm-hmm. of black people I am black mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. they are not separate they are the same mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and we can just sit here and have uh a, a, a conversation and, and by the end the guy admits, like oh I'm so sorry uh yes of course black people mm. were, were were tortured in this country I'm like yeah yeah, yeah. We, 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 we all we all know this like I don't I'm not sure where you were coming from before, but I'm glad we were able to come to no, uh, is, a reasonable. Was it a place
1: of feeling crowd? less seen and yes. frustrated about not being seen? And Literally, so it's like what yes. did he want out of that? He wanted to feel seen. He and we're to back to the brokenhearted. Yes. I wanna be able to have every single human be human to me and I wanna be human to every single one of them. Yes. Except for Dane, who I had with uh, my ex-boyfriend <laughs> in college. And actually, the other thing I wanted We
0: to don't do. like you, Dane. Go no, away. No, we
1: don't. We don't. He was a horrible person. It was an emotionally abusive relationship. I'm actually really fine calling him out on this small radio Stewart. station. And Rodney Stewart.
0: Rodney Stewart, my mom's first husband. You are trash, and I hate trash. you forever. Trash.
1: Trash. So here's what's fascinating about uh, two words that I have very recently started to redefine. Forgiveness and apology. Forgiveness... This new definition that I've heard from a number of, of different like philosophy memoirist podcasty types. Forgiveness is releasing that it would ever have been different. Mm-hmm. And just letting that go. Mm-hmm. That's powerful. It's incredible because it doesn't require you to be okay with what happened. Mm-hmm. It doesn't require you to name it as all right. Mm. You just name it as unchangeable.
0: And you take yourself out. And then you get to leave. It. Yes. You
1: get to walk away from it.
0: Cuz that's that it really when someone does something to you, it's that person's problem.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So that then brings me to the second definition shift between apology and acknowledgment. Now, apologies, whenever we consider people we've hurt individuals that we've hurt just bad to, when when we feel the drive to want to say sorry to them, you know, stopping and pausing and thinking, is this going to re-traumatize that person if I show Mm. up in their life and be like, hey, let me go ahead and um, out loud say my version of what happened, and then say, do you accept my apology for what happened, which secretly means... Do you agree with my version?
0: Exactly.
1: So I'm I'm taking the power to rewrite or maybe write, you know, correctly or whatever. But I'm in control of the narrative, um, and I want absolution. I want an apology. Is I want it to be okay with you.
0: Like, is it for you or is it for them?
1: Exactly. So the way to move away from apologies successfully—not not that I think we should move away from apologies. I think we should be apologizing to each other. Obviously, I'm very into apologizing to each other. And I think we need to replace our definition of apology with a definition much closer to that of acknowledgement, Mm. which is, this happened. You're not crazy. Yes. I did that stuff. And it hurt you. Mm. And I'm sorry. Mm. And then like done, walk away. Don't go into massive detail about what happened because then you're doing the interpreting for them. Mm -hmm. You can simply say, I was a horrible version of myself. I'm ashamed of the things I did.
0: And then walk away and be okay with never talking to the person again.
1: The way this has shown up in my life recently, to bring it back to Dane, who should be named We hate you, Dane. We hate you, Dane. Go away. Is that when I was twenty one years old, I broke up with this guy I'd been with for almost a year. And it was all like very messy, horrible, emotionally abusive guy, deep, dark, awful stuff. And if you grew up Christian, you grew up with this narrative of like true love waits and the only good man for you is going to be a Christian man. And there's like all this bias placed um, for men that you would meet that are are claiming to be Christian. Mm. Essentially that if they don't have that box to check, A, you've unequally yoked and the devil's got to you. Okay. Or B... um, you, you better choose a Christian guy. I would love to, to talk about that. Oh no, yeah, that's that like it, a whole yeah. Oh boy, boy, that's a whole other episode. That's Take whole, that, write that note uh-huh, down. Whole uh-huh, other episode uh-huh. trying to date as a Christian kid. So here I was in this relationship that I like also thought was ordained by God, was totally emotionally abusive, and he was awful. And it, 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 it screwed me up literally for years. I mean, for many, 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 many years. So any of us who have gotten out of abusive relationships, like straight up real emotionally or physically abusive relationships, you don't just like walk away, ho-hum, flip your hair, it's over. You are now carrying baggage with you, and you've got to figure out... How to unpack that baggage and a good social worker, therapist, counselor, person to work with in order to do so, and how to not act out those horrible things in future relationships. And in, for many of us, it takes like actual decades. Wow. So 15 years later, I had a conversation with my mom where I was like, well, you know, from the beginning, like here I was 20 years old in this emotionally abusive relationship and I relayed some, some horrible thing that he had said or done or whatever. She's like, well, it sounds like you're giving that a lot of power still. Mm. And so I finally was like, you know what? How the heck do I say it would never change, call it what it is and walk away. And so I sent this guy a message on Facebook Messenger, which I love because you can tell when someone has read your message so i knew and all i wanted was to know that he had looked at it right. and i said in it uh, you know essentially i ran down 15 years ago i know we were kids but you were actually evil to me mm. and you hurt me for years you shaped my life you misshaped me wow and it, and it's been 15 years and i may be finally maybe free free now 15 years later and you need to know that and i don't want to hear any any excuses from you, if you respond to this at all, it should only be to say that you're sorry. And he did write back. Okay, he did write back, and he wrote that he wished he had done so much differently, and he was very sorry, and and he would be coming through Ketchikan, <gasps> and would I want to meet? No, to talk more, never. Delete. <laughs> Delete. Delete. Not even like thank you. Delete, no. no. Delete. <laughs> ombre. No, thank you. No, actually, no. I don't. You don't get to feel good, Rachel. I. Uh... You don't get to feel good. I'm not gonna like see you and smile because I'll no. I'll like smile. I'll be nice. No, 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 no. 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 no I never want to see you again. And then when we think about the people that like we've really screwed up, we've really hurt them. If they feel like that about me. They don't need me to be like, "Hey, so da da da." Can we meet? Can we like make things right? No, you'll never make it right. You hurt me really, really, really bad. But if you want to call me and say I'm not crazy, you were a jerk. Goodbye. That might brighten my day.
0: There we go, Rachel. You have brightened my day. <laughs> no, but no, that that is so real though. Like I don't need your whole if I can say this on the air, masperatory, I freaking, you. I hear you. Uh, make, is this ma- make me feel good thing. No. Here's
1: tricky, because it's in the recovery community, it is a step. And it, I agree that it's an important one. I'm not saying that it's not an important one. Mm-hmm. I just think that the humans you're going to go do that with should really be considered. Mm. So do you I need to write letters? Did. Do you need to go to a priest and say all this stuff out loud instead of the people? You know, do you need to go confess to, yeah, like some version of priest? Like if you're not a religious person, could you just confess to your sponsor? Go to your
0: counselor. I don't know. Um, so my mother's first husband, Rodney Stewart, who I hate mm. forever. We hate you forever. Um, he was extremely abusive to me. He's the reason I have a stutter today. He's the reason I'm so anxious about mm. everything. He's the reason why I feel like if I make any mistake, my world is going to end. Mm. And um, uh, this um, it was when my sister graduated high school. She, gra- she turned 25 last year. I mean, no, she, she turned 25 yesterday. So this must have been seven or eight years ago. Um, he's at the graduation and he asks me to text him a picture that I took of him and my sister, which I'm like, you know, whatever, sure, why not? So he sends me. So after I send him the picture, a week or two after this, he sends me this message and he goes, um, he goes, I'm something to uh, along the 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 lines of. Um, I know I wasn't perfect, but uh, I have always considered you and Chris, my brother, uh, as, as my own sons <sighs> and <sighs> and something along <sighs> these lines. Now, mind you, at this time, this loser, this psycho, this maniac, this mm-hmm. bottom-feeding scum mm-hmm. bucket.
1: Mm-hmm. We hate you forever.
0: He wasn't even in his own children's lives. At my sister's graduation, this was the first time she had seen him in maybe 12 years. It's
1: very clear who that was. Maybe 12
0: years And I'm just like neither. How are you considering me your, your son I have a wonderful father And how are you considering me Your son When you don't even speak To your own children You freaking maniac mm-hmm, This mm-hmm, is obviously mm-hmm. for you And you didn't acknowledge Anything you did You didn't acknowledge mm-hmm. The years of abuse You didn't acknowledge How you beat mm-hmm. my beat my, 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 my mother mm-hmm. Until her nose uh, 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 Released chunks of meat And oh. blood You psychopath oh. It was just so crazy And I I, I don't know that, no, It's,
1: and it's that, an actual that, monster Being That apology like, made me Hey so I really consider you my son. I'm a monster and I consider you my consider, son. Isn't it isn't it isn't it like, lovely like, for you? Isn't that a great feeling? Like, Don't you I want have, to be a monster like, son? Like,
0: oh yeah, I have three beautiful daughters who I literally have not seen in over a decade, but I consider you my son. Yeah, it's so very clear. Like that get that's out of. Are you crazy?
1: So we have these obvious examples. So I think what's hard for people is when it's when it's not super obvious. Mm-hmm. When there's like this gray area of like should I go say sorry. Here's an example where I think, um, it's really just sort of a lovely social innocuous thing to do. Um, I work at the hospital. I work with Dr. Chen and Dr. Catherine, and they're both fabulous people and they're both incredibly busy people. Mm -hmm. They've got clients like clients, 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 clients. And Dr. Chen, um, has a a, a very busy energy about him in the clinic. And so um, we walked past one another in the hallway about two weeks ago and he was distracted. But I am a Pollyanna of a coworker and I will say good morning to you and like big smiles and how are you? I I just believe that offices run best on lots of maybe even over the top polite behavior. I think like- Yes, (laughs) One of the best ways for office life to work. And so I am a big fan of that. I'm like, hey, Dr. Chen, great to see you and he goes oh hi distracted distracted <laughs> yes. totally fine goes to his office i go back to my office i'm not thinking about this he come he comes back to my door and he, he's got great energy to him he's like hey you uh yeah, rachel he's a little bit nutty professor like his cuffs are always undone <laughs> and his hair is messy I rachel my. i i just i wanted to say i wasn't trying to blow you off back there i i feel like i came off as really rude and good morning i just wanted to say thank you and i'm like i love that oh, dr chen you know Lucky for you, I exist most of the time in a bubble of egoism <laughs> where I'm just like, everyone loves me, unless yes. they tell me very specifically otherwise. I will just presume we're friends. Yes. And I win people over like that.
0: You're very personable. Yeah, and I, just, I just
1: assume we're friends. And then if I act like we're friends, lots of people just act like we're friends back. It's a great, in my world, it's a great method. So I was like, no, Dr. Chen, I just, you know, I figured you were busy. And he's like, well, I was. but So that is a version of apologizing where I yes. think we're really just checking in with one another about social interactions. So we're like, did that rub you the wrong way? Because I didn't mean it to. Mm,
0: yes, exactly. Lovely,
1: great stuff. Smooth the gears, right? Grease the wheels. Life is hard enough. Without unspoken irksomes.
0: and anxieties, I yeah. I hate having un unspoken of tension. Mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, like not mm-hmm. not the the kind of unspoken of tension where you know you you abused someone or did something crazy and now you want to make yourself feel good. Like no, like yeah. like maybe you said something that may have come off in the wrong way and that person you maybe maybe you can feel that that person may feel mm-hmm. something.
1: Ben likes to say, "Can we can we just talk about like what the air in the room is like yeah right Like he, he's really good at the this." Like, exactly. What's kind of, what's the vibe right now? I'm are are we okay? And yes. and very frequently it's like me distracted by something else that has nothing to do with him, but bless him, love him for always being like, So are we good? You we know
0: live for the empaths.
1: Yes, live for the empaths. Um especially like as empathetic people. Mm-hmm. You know, like that feels like love. Really? Like as an empathetic person when someone works to be empathetic with you. That's like oh, that's like warm honey, man. Yes, yeah,
0: yes, and it's just good vibes, just good energy.
1: Yeah. So there's nothing wrong with that version of apologizing. So it's, and I don't think that kind of apologizing comes from a terribly selfish place. No, I think generally speaking, that comes from a place of big heartedness and concern. Yes, empathy and and concern and concern. So,
0: so we're not saying like don't ever apologize, but. Check your motives. But check your motives. Check, check your, your motives. motives. If yeah. you know that in this moment you're doing this for you, just don't or do it. Or that you
1: think for a second that that other person might actually be re-traumatized by you showing up and talking about like some really heavy stuff because like you want to say sorry, but maybe they've hopefully stopped having nightmares about it? Yeah. Maybe you should just
0: not like like like. <laughs> let's say if you did something really crazy and you're looking to apologize for it because you're in some kind of recovery program. Maybe you've just get not, just just been released from prison for what you did, mm-hmm. um, and you want to mm-hmm. reach out to someone. Like Rachel said earlier, it's like, hey, acknowledge maybe not fully what you did, like in detail, but just acknowledge what you did, say sorry, and delete yourself yeah, because yeah. no one wants to talk to you. Yeah,
1: you can tell the victim, um, you're not crazy, and I was horrible. Goodbye, you know.
0: Yeah. But on a lighter note, (laughs) it's the holiday. It's the holiday. Christmas is literally Saturday. Christmas Eve is tomorrow. I'm not sure if we have a show tomorrow or not. I hope we do. Uh, Christmas Eve is tomorrow. What holiday plans do you have, Rachel? I'm so excited.
1: Oh, I love the holidays. I'm, once again, just this Pollyanna geeky holiday kid. And I love sending out cards. And I love decorations. And I love too much... um, The presence and the giving, and so that is a thing that I always um, struggle with every every season um, because you know we I have kids now, Mm -hmm. and once you have kids in the house, it can just get really, really, really cluttered yes. really fast Oh yes. um and you can blow through a lot of money on things oh, yes. that seem like small purchases because like a toy is only like 20 bucks but if like you do that four times then it's you a lot just spend a chunk of money um and you know like budgets don't like go on pause during the holidays like don't you <laughs> just wish that were true it's like uh, the calories don't count if i eat them like it's i don't christmas know standing day. up or on christmas <laughs> day or like whatever and that's you know a, a lie it's a lie um it's a lie. So so that's a struggle. Um I think I think anyway though so so Christmas um, big deal in my house growing up. My mom was really into uh, small, lovely traditions like the nativity scene and yes. stockings and advent calendars. And so there's a lot of that that I continue. Like we do an advent calendar. Um, I love all of our ornaments. So it's a big deal unwrapping ornaments. We have the tree up from like the day after Thanksgiving. But yes. that's because I have a fake tree. I'm all about a fake tree. There we go. Um, and then uh, Christmas morning, stockings are kind of this very cool you can do all of that without the parents being up. Mm-hmm. So I remember that being a big deal with my sisters. And so um, I think that's going to be a fun thing to do with my kids. And somebody told me recently that when you become a mom, you recognize that like so much of that Christmas magic was happening because your mom was doing that for you. Yes, that your I'm mom was making Christmas making magic and happen. now you're the one doing it. And you can you can sit in resentment about that. You can take what you wanna do and leave the rest. Um, I read a really good meme recently that was basically like 100% of the overwhelmedness um, is because we're like, this is what it's supposed to look like and I'm not matching that supposed to. So it's up to us to change the supposed to. We, we need to change what it's quote unquote supposed to look like and stop. Overreaching, doing way too much, and then setting the horrible expectation for ourselves and our families that every year we're just going to do so way, 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 way too much. So I have tried to be like, okay, we're waking a turkey, but all sides are fucking frozen. Excuse me, they're all frozen. <laughs> they're all frozen sides. Well, Pardon me. We'll just
0: bleep that out. We'll bleep that. Uh, uh, but and, and you know and these and these the supposed to is different for for everyone. For you know, it's my my mom never allowed us to uh, celebrate. Well, we we didn't celebrate. Uh, Christmas well we celebrated Christmas but we never did all the extra things like mm. I always knew the Santa's secret <laughs> I, I always knew all these things I, I was never allowed to go trick or treating or anything my dad however is was uh, different so he did go all out for for, for Christmas every Christmas we would get a uh, Eventually, he stopped buying us gifts and he would just give us like Christmas cash, which, <laughs> which, which I, I live for the a, Christmas it's cash. Pretty it's very wonderful. Good. So, but but this helps me because now I only have to buy my dad a, a gift because my mom doesn't celebrate Christmas.
1: Oh, it's totally, totally. <laughs> and I definitely have dialed down what I send out. Um I send each like I send my parents a flat rate box of like lovely local goodies, and I do the same for each of my sisters. and now I do it, you know, for Ben's parents. Um, but I do not buy like individual gifts for each niece and nephew. Like I there's just amounts of craziness that I, I don't want to make myself. And when I see myself starting to introduce more craziness, um, I, I want to actively notice that and relax, like letting my kids go to daycare for half a day today. So I yes. could go home and like wrap presents in my warm living room and not in my freezing basement and like listen to podcasts and talk to my friend on Facetime.
0: Hello, I listen. I am all about paying for that little bit of extra help. Like I have someone cleaning my house right now. Shout out to oh. Se- shout out to Selena Parks. If you're looking for a great housekeeper, give her a call. She's fat- she's fantastic. Twenty yes. bucks an hour is good stuff.
1: Ooh. So and, I, I love a housekeeping. Oh yes. Moment. Oh I love yes. Oh moment. yes. I do it about once a month, and it's such a joy.
0: It's such a joy, I, and it's like we have busy lives. We have really we're busy lives. we're running around. We're doing things. And you know, it just one thing off the plate is worth it to me Mm. to spend that those few extra dollars
1: it's 100 worth it because there is satisfaction that comes from getting that job done yourself but there's also if you have the money to do so (laughs) satisfaction in letting somebody else do it so you can do something you want
0: hello like 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 do my my k-funk christmas dance party tonight at nine i saw that nine to eleven did you see my my outfit is it is it it too sexy
1: i do See that no, you didn't see my outfit. No,
0: oh my gosh. Okay, so I'm gonna have Rachel react to my outfit <laughs> live on the air. I think it's really cute, but some may say it's too sexy. I think it's really sexy, but I don't think it's too sexy. I think it's just sure. the right yeah, amount. I feel of like too
1: sexy is perfection. like a perfection. Oh, I love
0: it. Is it good? Is it's it good? So good. So I'm so excited. So from 9 to 11 tonight, we'll be doing a little K Funk Christmas dance party. We, we have a up uh, a pr- premiere of our first original Christmas song <gasps> written Ooh. by myself and the great Cullen McCormick. I'm so oh excited. It's going to be so much fun. You guys so are so
1: fun. talented.
0: I love those guys.
1: They really are wonderful people. I think we had this conversation, right, where there's a density of artists in this yes. town that's so cool. And I think one of the things, I, and I'm not, now I'm forgetting what we've said out loud, but Austin, the, Austin, Hayes, Austin Hayes one Hayes, time yes. told me that he does better here than he did in New York Oh yes. as far as gigs. Because, oh, yes. Because there's such, A, a there's such a hungry audience, mm-hmm. and B, his skills can really, really shine. And what's so cool then is that he's offering lessons. Yes. Like he, Diana offers lessons, Colin, Colin offers guitar lessons. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. So there's these incredible musicians who have an audience, this this hungry, welcoming audience, and they're able to offer
0: Yes. Yeah, so Colin was married in Nashville in October, and we were, and when we were in Nashville, I was talking to all the different different performers and mm-hmm. things. And you you make more money here in Catchy Can than they do in that's Nashville doing was, gigs. No, yeah, it's, yeah, it's literally true. Um, unless you're in one of the big bars where you're making like a thousand uh, dollars a night because because they have a lot more people there for uh, for tips and things. So they do different things to get there to get their their dollar. But Catchy Can does. Artists in Ketchikan they do very well. Like if you're an artist here in this in this this community, who's who treats it professionally? Yeah, you have to because because there is okay. there is that that sort of uh, culture of people who will say, oh, it's just can," Like, oh, you're just Ketchikan famous. Oh, it's just Ketchikan. And I'm like, no, no. If you treat it professionally and you and you really give yourself fully and truly and, and give respect to the art, um, you can spend the the money you make in can anywhere in the world, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Very empowering. Yes,
1: Very empowering. yes. So
0: for Christmas, I'm really excited to go to Jen Tucker's Christmas party <gasps> tomorrow. What a heart of gold. I love her. Jen
1: Tucker, mother Jen Tucker to all. Tucker
0: is queen. All. She's a Mother Teresa uh, with a potty mouth. And <laughs> oh, I really enjoy her. I live for Jen Tucker. I was at uh, the movies on Friday. We saw uh, Spider-Man, the new Spider-Man movie, which is phenomenal. You must see it. You must see it.
1: I do enjoy those, um, those actors.
0: And Jen Tucker was sitting behind us with her husband and and her uh, son. And we were just laughing, just having the best time causing a ruckus in the theater. I live for the Tucker family. Shout out to you, Jen Tucker. And Jeremiah, I love him. I love him. Am I ma- No, yes, it is Jeremiah. Yes, yes, yes. I'm like, wait, I feel like that's the wrong name, but it's not. It's not. <laughs> Jeremiah Tucker and Jen Tucker, we love them.
1: And that was a nice apology. See, (laughs) see how that was a useful apology. That was appropriate. I have this weird
0: thing where I'll know people like intimately, and then uh, randomly every now and again, I'll totally forget their names. Absolutely. Like uh, a friend of mine who I've known for years walked into my work. Maybe this happened like six or seven months ago, and I looked at him for the longest time. Like, oh my god, this is so crazy. I know this. This is crazy. But what is your name?
1: <laughs> I know, I know. I've done it too. It happens. And too I much. know
0: this person well. I definitely know their names. And when he, he, he reminded me, I'm like, oh, I'm just. I don't know what just happened. I think I may have just had a stroke.
1: Yeah, I, I, I no, I have the same situation. The worst of it is when it comes on because of like stress or pressure. Yes, and you're in the middle of some sort of social situation where you need to be responsible for that person's name, and you've lost it.
0: Very, yeah. and then like
1: the friggin' win- ring at and the then it's wedding. Like,
0: it's like, uh, like Joe, we've oh, we've hung out for years. We, we we know each other very well. Like, uh, I don't know what you're just like, happened. You're like, you know, when sorry. I'm on
1: point, I remember your middle name. <laughs> but see, right at this moment, I've got nothing. I've got nothing.
0: Well, I want to thank you guys for tuning in to thank the First you. City Forum. Every Thursday, we have Straight Talk with Rachel Brighthope, and, it. and it's so much fun. It's we, so we, much fun. We have like a whole little back and forth. We should start we a podcast.
1: Do. I'm telling you.
0: We really should. It would be so much fun. I'm saying. Speaking of podcasts, my mother is starting a podcast. No! And she, did, you, did you read this post? No! So my mother is starting a podcast. So she calls me and she goes, Joe, I know you have access to an audience. So could you ask this question for me? And her question was, Let's say you're in a lo- and I'm going to ask you this question. I'm
1: happy to and, answer. And it. I am
0: going to record this <laughs> for my mother so that she can see your answer live. So my mother's question <sighs> okay. was: Okay. Let's say you're in a long-term committed relationship with a man, mm-hmm. uh, or are you a or, woman or a partner? Okay, you're partner. in a long-term okay. relationship okay. with a, a a partner. Okay. And, well, I know. I think this was specifically for ladies, though. So you're in a relationship with a man or a woman, and you're in, and you're in a long-term partnership, and for he th- that your partner provides for you financially, uh, emotionally, everything you need in a partner is there. Okay. But they are suddenly unable to perform intimately. Okay. Could you stay?
1: I think that's obviously a, a person-to-person answer. I, I think my answer is yes. yes. Um, my, my personal answer is yes. I think about Esther Perel so much with this question. I think she's explored it so beautifully. Um, and one of the things that she talks about is, um, you know, can I say the S-E-X word?
0: I think so, yeah. So
1: sex is not a thing you do, it's a place you go. Mm. And so when we talk about like they quote unquote can't perform, like if we're literally just heteronorming this and we're talking about I impotence, think it's very, yes. if we're only talking about impotence, that's just one tool off the table. Yes. So if what we're saying is that there can still be the, the place that you enter together of the erotic, mm. then sure, fine, like no problem at all. Mm. I mean, there's equipment to take care of that. Hello. Like there is no problem with that, no problem. Would the erotic have to, is, has the person suddenly become data from Star Trek and the, the? <laughs> I mean, they have they had a brain injury? Like literally, have they had a blow to the head that results in some kind of brain injury where that part of them is disabled? Mm. Then maybe not. Yes. If, if eroticism is completely gone, if, Not even love, I don't know, passion I think is a tricky word um, because I feel like uh, I have entered a really lovely place with my partner where we have all kinds of just regular daily stuff we do and we both have to run lives of work and we run lives with children. Um, and that we're not constantly just like wanting to rip each other's clothes off, like, Mm -hmm. oh, it's so passionate. It's like, no, 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 it just has boundaries. But it's a place that we we decide to go together and and we prioritize to go to together. So as long as that can still be maintained, the tools inside that place can change and I'm okay.
0: I love that. And I think in this context with, when we're talking about a heteronormative relationship uh, with a uh, cisgendered man and Mm -hmm. woman, is that I feel like in some situations, when or if a man loses his uh, his, his 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 potency, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if he you, if he loses that part of himself, there's a psychological mm-hmm. thing that sort of that Absolutely. sort of happens that Absolutely. can lead to to a sort of lack and and passion and sort of yeah. some bitterness and but anger. The eroticism
1: so- could really die because mm-hmm. of that. So I would say you know I would definitely try good therapy. Um, And then I think we would see where we would land. I think it matters how old you are. I think it matters what my own interest and drives are at the time. I think it matters. I also think it matters how satisfied a woman can make herself. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think all of that has so much nuance and subtlety that it's like just saying they can't quote unquote perform anymore is such a limited number of factors that it's yes i hate to give the like well that's a difficult question to answer because like i don't know everything (laughs) i don't know the entire situation but like honestly that's it is no 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 that's absolutely like is eroticism still available is intimacy still available Mm -hmm. okay then it doesn't have to be the p and the v
0: yes oh i would love we should definitely start a podcast (laughs) that was for you mama Okay, so I wanna thank you, Rachel, for coming on, and I'll have thank so much fun with you every Thursday. Every so every Thursday. Thursday, we have Rachel Brighthop on for Straight Talk with Rachel Brighthop, and you never know where the conversation <laughs> is gonna go, ladies and gentlemen. We start with one thing, and then it ends up being totally different. Totally. Um, I hope to see you all out at the K-Funk Christmas Dance Party tonight, 9 to 11, at the Creature Cabaret. There is a $10 cover to support the artists, and we love it, so we love you guys so much for, uh, for being able and willing to support us in that way. And, uh, and yeah, I'll see you tonight. Uh, tomorrow, if we have a show which I am unclear about, I would text my station manager tonight. We will have Steve Carmen on for Mystery Friday with Steve Carmen. I have so much fun with Steve. Steve is, so, Steve is a is
1: I got to tune into that about two <laughs> weeks ago, um, and I really enjoyed listening to him.
0: Steve is a who. He always has some kind of crazy story. Uh, a phenomenal guy. Uh, so I will hopefully uh, talk to you tomorrow. If not, Merry Christmas.
1: Merry Christmas, my friend. Merry
0: Christmas. Christmas. I'm so excited. Christmas is one of my favorite love times it. of year. Love it. There are two holidays which I really love my birthday and Christmas. I know you love your
1: birthday. <laughs> you love your birthday so much you make a party for the my, entire town. My out birthday, of
0: it. I'm not kidding, is my favorite day of the year. And and I love everyone else's birthdays too. I am a big birthday person because I, I love people. I know. And I feel like everyone needs to be celebrated. And I love celebration. I love parties. Yes. Oh, and speaking of Christmas and holidays, um, I want to give a shout out to everyone who participated in Merry Merchants and Mind. Uh, we raised seven hundred forty thousand oh. dollars, darling. Seven hundred forty thousand dollars. So Michelle O'Brien and I had a bet. Uh, initially, I don't know what my bet was. It's somewhere in this notebook. But uh, we made a bet as to who would be closest. I think um, at first I said something like five or six hundred thousand. She said seven hundred thousand. Mm. And recently uh, we, we raised it. So uh, the, the last week I said $750,000 and she said 900000 and I won. I won, Michelle. I won. <laughs>
1: Can I say that I am disappointed I didn't win Mary merch, but that happens to me literally every single time I enter a raffle and or when I was at Vegas for like one time and I did like a, I, I did, I, it, was, it was the, uh, the spinning one. Um, and I'm always like, I'm sorry, why didn't I win?
0: Exactly. I
1: just believe that it should be me every time.
0: Like I'm surprised I didn't win uh, with the the four cards I bought.
1: This I'm, I'm like nobody's but, doing more cards than this. But
0: listen, the catcher has some big spenders. Okay. It's true. It's true. It's uh, true. Uh, so uh, so once again, I, this I feel this has been the longest goodbye. <laughs> You hang up. Once again, thank no, you, you for tuning in to the First City you Forum. Up. Brought to properties properties in Southeast Alaska. I'm your host, Joe Williams. Thank you, Rachel, for coming in. Thank you, Joe. Goodbye. Bye.